Alan Bullinger is the chief executive of First Rand, and it's quite encouraging to see that American personal consumption expenditure number come out at 2.4%, which is in line with expectations. And it does suggest, Alan Bullinger, that perhaps this nightmare of higher for longer interest rates is higher, but not for too much longer, at least not in the U.S. Hey, Bruce, good to chat. Um, yeah, I think you're right there. Uh, I suppose it matters for us because, you know, the Saab is, is, is certainly not going to start cutting interest rates, I think, before we see the Fed and Bank of England start cutting. You know, I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll move before them. So, yeah, I suppose we are all sort of Fed watching and anything that says inflation's under control and, uh, uh, you know, is, is hopefully going to get us closer to that point. And also just a little bit better for the currency. Things improve on that particular front. That takes some of the heat off our own inflation number, which on our last check, I think we're sitting at 5.3%. We still do have uh, a relatively high inflation rate compared to where we would like to be. Are... And, and in response to that, the Reserve Bank, of course, has raised interest rates quite quickly and quite significantly. Are those interest rate increases hurting? Yeah, they 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 certainly restrictive. So I think that's the word uh, that the central bank uses, and and there's no doubt it it's, it is restrictive. I suppose from a, a bank perspective, you know, one of the things we look at is, you know, are we starting to see payment strain? Um, so in our retail portfolios or, you know, all of the unsecured lending, personal loans, overdrafts, credit cards, even some of the mortgage lending that we do here, some of the vehicle finance, are we starting to see payment strain? So what is that? And, and there I'm referring to, do we see customers missing one month, then then make up a month, then then miss a month and then a second month? And so it's only when you... It's only when you've kind of, you know, you deep into that do you get moved into to non-performing loans. But this, this, these early signals, we are definitely seeing, and and I think it's the combination of what you've said: it's interest rates and inflation. Yeah, and it's hurting. I mean, you you make more money when interest rates are higher from the, the what you earn on interest on your own capital, of course. Uh, but at the same time, it's starting to see um, the the non-performing loans tick up and the provisions you have to take in case there is a a catastrophe. But it does feel like this interest rate cycle has been weathered, perhaps considerably better than anyone might have hoped for when it began two years ago. Yeah, certainly for us. I mean, uh, you know, we we knew we were, 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 I guess, going into the cycle, you know, well provided, good provisions. Uh, I think we had been judicious around lending, so all of those things were good. We we still had an expectation of a, of, of credit losses being higher than what they've printed now. So I think to your point, uh, it's turned out better than we expected. But I, I, I do think we must just be mindful here, Bruce. You know, we've, we've probably still got a tough winter ahead of us. Um, no interest rates. Uh, we're probably going to sit with, with, with low shedding. Uh, you know, I think yeah. we're looking at a fuel price increase, uh, you know, at, at, at the petrol pump next week. So there's still pockets of inflation, which I think are still hurting. So we've got to get, we're going to have to get through winter. You know, perhaps we get to September, October and, and, uh, the governor can get, uh, surprise us with, uh, a spring, you know, a little spring surprise <laughs> and some interest rate cuts. Well, I think it's a good observation though, that even though rates are looking like they'll start coming down in the middle of the year in many parts of the world, we're not in one of those many parts of the world. Our circumstances are different. The weak currency environment, the breakdowns at Transnet, the high inflation, the high rates, the power cuts, the fact that, uh, 
there, there are just so many things that are broken that push up the cost of everything in the economy um, that the, the inflationary pressures do remain. But you are, I mean, again, there are elements of your customer base taking strain, uh, but there are, you're extending loans. You are seeing a rise in deposits. There is certainly a, a very clear element of resilience in the economy. Yes, you're 100% right. So, you know, when, when we look at group loans up uh, 11%, so we're very pleased with that. But your question says, okay, let's break that 11% down. And, and you're seeing only 7% into retail. You're seeing 10% growth coming from uh, F&B commercial, so your smaller and mid-sized business. And then you're seeing 14% coming in, in, in the, 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 the customer set that R&B looks after, that large corporate. So absolutely, I mean, the growth really is in the, in the business area and, and it's your consumer, which I think is, is under pressure here. Alan Pullinger, the Chief Executive at First Rand. Thank you very much for joining us, Alan, this evening here on The Money Show.